You are now listening to Home Girls Unite. Please do not listen to this podcast whilst cooking, cleaning or doing any childcare related activities. Sit back and enjoy your life. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Yasin. How are you? I'm all right. You're all right. You know what? No chit chat today because I'm very excited. I finally managed to kidnap someone's mom and get them on the podcast. Today we have Hoyo, Hannah's mummy, on the podcast. Hi, Hoyo. Hello. How are you? Good, not bad. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. And um, I'm going to be the... I'm going to be interviewing you today okay. on, about being an eldest daughter mm-hmm. and having an eldest daughter and raising kids. So yeah. how many siblings do you have? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the only child. Right. In When you look at it. But, but. When, <laughs> when you go to my mom's side, mm. I'm one of eight. Right. And when I go to my dad's side, I'm one of eight on that side as well. So, so, are you the oldest? I'm the oldest all of, all of, of them. all of them. So yeah. you have sixteen. 16. <sighs> <laughs> so you know when Hannah always says there's seven of them, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh my god! But now there's double, yeah, more than double. Um, yeah. how was that like growing up? Um, I didn't grow up with uh with my mom. Mm. I was um, two months old right. when I was taken away. Mm. Um, my mom and dad, I think they got too early mm. to get married. So the parents are like, no, yeah. they cannot be. Because they looked, mm-hmm. ran away together. Wow. They, Mom became pregnant. And then family it. found out. That was they it. had to separate them. Yeah, so that was it. Mm. I was raised by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. My grandmother at that time didn't have any children of her own. Yeah. But she had me. Yeah. And it was her first son's child. Okay. And my dad was the only child. Okay. I was a man. Yeah. But she had three girls. Mm-hmm. But at, the, at that rate, uh, where at that time, uh, she lost a lot of children. Yeah. Over, so my dad was one of eight uh, boys, but he's the only one survived. Mm. And then, so I was loved and cared for yeah. by my grandmother. Nice. Uh, by the age of seven, I think, around seven, I was given away to my auntie. Mm. So my grandmother left me with her. My, um, my auntie had, at that time, had no children, but was pregnant with her first. She had two kids. Mm. And then it was me and my brother. So we grew up as four. Yeah. So I was into other that family as well as that. Yeah. Um, my brothers and sisters, even though we knew each other, you know, because my dad remarried. Yeah. Had another children from different, and because you know Somali men, they keep remarrying and, <laughs> yeah. on and on and on. Um. Only know in a distance where my brothers and sisters are. Yeah. Um, some of them, my from my mom's side, especially, I haven't even met them. Wow! But I, I you I, speak, speak, you communicate with yeah, them. Yeah, communicate. And of course, being the oldest, I have to support. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's um kind of what we want. So we at home, girls, you hear us talking about it all the time. How um as eldest daughters with 
we're made to be responsible from a very young age mm-hmm. and we're made to take on um some roles that uh, our younger ones may not necessarily um have to endure mm-hmm. was that your experience yes. when you were growing up as well yes yes i think i took the role of the housework from the age of seven mm-hmm. so i was responsible for shopping responsible for cleaning responsible for the other uh, brother sisters or my cousins actually i say they're my brother and sister because from birth until they've now, been knowing they've been them. in my life mm. so i don't see them as cousins i see them as brother and sister yeah so yeah so i took from there onward okay so because mm. f- from my generation mm. like the women that we have in our community um we've always had like this thing like we're not we're not gonna stand for it like we don't want to we absolutely love our siblings and we love our families and we know that helping them is not a problem but we want to do it within moderation did you ever have that feeling when you were growing up no okay cool (laughs) so what was your like so this is the reason why i actually wanted to have our parents generation on the podcast because i wanted to see your perspective because like my mom's also an eldest daughter but she doesn't see her role as being an a problem mm-hmm. so it's always like that's what i've had to do yeah. so how it's, was it's normal even till this day mm. um when i have my auntie calling me or other family member they always say you're the oldest yeah make sure you have connected to to each everyone and every one of them make sure they're looked after make sure if they have a problem they come to you make sure so always i'm there to listen yeah so yeah hoyo's always on her phone i'm always there to listen so have do you ever like feel as though you wish you had less of the responsibilities or is that something that you've just come to accept as is as the generations at that, that time where we, we were growing up we were always told you're a girl you this you are doing supposed to be doing this for your brother for mm. your sister uh, you know each and every person once you're the oldest you're always to be looked at as the mature yeah even back home if we go back now i'll be i'll see uh, a 10 year old who's responsible for the whole family for yeah. the whole house cooking cleaning picking up after the while the mother is just sitting there yeah and doing nothing mm. but um even though i was in a western world for a long time and i i've worked uh, i've been with um uh sort of called international so we have i have friends from middle east American, you know, yeah. English, every, every, you name it. Very diverse. Very diverse. But for us, we were always told, no, this is, this is your role. This is what you need to do. And this is what how to have goes on. There's, there was time when I was around your age that mm. I, would th- I would consider this, oh my God, this is too much for me. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Yeah. You know. But then life goes on. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. You have to just get on with it got on with it yeah that's 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 what it was yeah there's times that i think okay um when hannah was growing up uh i would say um hannah do this for me hannah do that for me you know just so it was a little uh pick here here and there and from picking up maybe in her 
situation she mm -hmm. would have probably thought, thought this is too much why is anyone else not doing it why always me why always this yeah and as a mother the only child that listens to you and more knows who you are and what you are and what you're doing is the child that you'll always be saying their name on mm. come here do this for me come here do that for me you might have a the youngest child who's just mommy what do you want mommy and then you just keep calling and then doing this maybe she she might have seen it hard mm. that i was hard on her and that i was always telling her to do this and that i was doing that yeah there was a brother who was older than her mm -hmm. of course i could have just said but because it wasn't my attention in my head she's the girl mm -hmm. get her to to do this and get her to do that and get it wasn't it wasn't the attention of it mm -hmm. but for me to say listen mom um what i love about her is i would say even not even calling her name loudly i will even call her name in my head and she would actually do come, what come. come come to me and say okay mom what i swear to god i'm not making it up there's times that i, I was ill or lying in bed and and I couldn't shout. I couldn't say anything. But she would always say, yes, mommy, what is it? Yeah. And she, she It's like um, an instinct. Instinct. Yeah. In so it's yeah. kind of like you guys had that bond, bond. from a young oh. time. And it was just easier. Or that was just how what it's yeah. always been. Yeah. Whereas it wasn't like that exactly. with the boys. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing was, uh, I would, I would as, as a mother... From the generation before me, I would I would consider myself. Oh, I will not do what my mom did to me, mm -hmm. or I will not do what my grandmother did to me, or I will not do what my auntie did to me. Mm -hmm. My children, I will do everything for them. Yeah, pick up after them, do this. And I think it's in all in Somali culture. Yeah, you, you see a lot of mothers mm. who are actually doing everything for, for their, their children. Yeah, and a any mother would do the same, same thing, thing. For, for for a child. But in a way, from their pers you know from the perspective yeah perspective or, or their point of view, they might think we were hard on them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. It's, it's always it's just it's how always like that. See that it's so refreshing to hear that because I don't want us to be in a place where we're like, oh, um, our moms don't understand, or oh, they're just doing this, they're yeah. just doing that. But you also have your reasons, like you also, like that's worked for you and your family at the time. Yeah. And um, so it's really nice to hear um how how that that like turned out. Yeah. So now that the were you like that with all the girls or was it mainly with the oldest one? Um, it it could be. I would, I would, I was always with with every girl. I mean, if you look at the culture wise, mm -hmm. every girl should be in knowing how to clean, how to cook, how to do this, how to do that. But in a Western world that we live in, in this uh, Stone Age and in this time, it's the opposite. Yeah. So boys and girls could do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But in the Somali culture, because <laughs> I was about to say, um, in 
because we're living in the Western culture, um, the boys are they were they ever made to clean, cook, like do chores, things like that? And now that they're older, do you think? Do you wish you had helped them do that more? Because now that they're not like maybe they're yeah. not under your roof anymore. I wish I, I would have shown them exactly the same way I was showing the girls. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't putting too much pressure on the girls either. Mm-hmm. So I was putting pressure on myself. Yeah. Um, I never ever thought I'll have seven, first of all. <laughs> I'll raise these children. Yeah. But every child that I raised, I just tried my best to make it yeah for them to live in a better life mm-hmm. i'm thank god to that he gave me seven healthy children mm-hmm. and no problem to it but every child comes with a what do we call it with a problem and with a what do we call it with the goodness of it mm-hmm. so you be blessed however way yeah uh i thank god for for me not having um a boy that went on a gangs or a girl who ran away or yeah. all this. I always say Alhamdulillah that you raised they, I raised them. I, and they all have good head on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. But there's times that I think if I would have had pushed them. I know some parents I have friends or parents that are always telling the boys to do more. Mm-hmm. Telling uh, to take their part in in household but for me because i had that point thinking i was i would not use the word slave for it but put so much pressure on Mm. on me that i had to work and even the family that I stayed with or my auntie that I stayed with would use the word or the phrase always, you're a girl, you don't need education. Yeah. At the end of the day, you'll just be a mother. Mm. And what do we call it? Your you, wife. You're going to be a wife. You're going to be cleaning and cooking. That's yeah. your role as a woman. Mm. Nothing else, nothing more. Alhamdulillah, I showed better. Yeah. I worked one side. I had a mother. I was a mother. I was doing everything I can mm-hmm. and I was trying so much to teach or educate my children to get better in life. Yes. That's that was my, my main role mm-hmm. was for them to be educated yeah. before they do anything else. Mm. I know my son, he doesn't know how to turn a washing machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I honestly know for a fact none of my boys know how to turn a washing machine. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> are you are you now like it's fine, like life goes on, or do you wish you had shown them these basic life skills? I wish I had, but then, as I said before, you I was were just told like this is what you knew. This is what I knew. Yeah, yeah. My husband, he'll come in. I know for a fact, at the, the beginning of our marriage, he was doing everything, anything in the kitchen. Mm. He was cooking. He was all, you know, always. Doing everything. Until my sister came back from home, came to, to this country, 
and said to me, how dare, how dare he enters the kitchen? He's a man. He's not allowed to enter in the kitchen. And would push him away, say no. And she herself would go into the kitchen and provide everything, all the lunch and everything on the table while he sat there. And I told her, please stay away from my marriage. Mm. You deal with your own stuff. Yeah. I'll deal with this. It's, it's so weird because I was just having the same conversation, this exact same conversation with Hannah before you came about um, one of my cousins was in a similar situation mm. where her husband was cooking, cleaning. And then one of the aunties, one of our aunties went to the husband was like, why, what are you doing? Like, why are you letting her turn you into a slave? This and that. And literally just ruined their relationship. I'm like, I feel like a lot of women, they don't want to see other women enjoy life. So you, your, my husband's doing something for me that your husband's not done for you. So instead of for you to maybe ask, oh, how did you get him to do that? You're coming to my home to like, basically not minding your business so i think i think that's why there's literally no progress for a lot of women because Mm. we blame men for a lot of things and they are to blame for a lot of things but also i feel like other women can be an enemy of our own progress so like now you (laughs) look what she did yeah she she changed a whole lot for me I mean, he still, uh, if he want, if he's hungry, mm. he would go into the kitchen and make for something for himself. Yeah. Or he would ask, "Could I have so and so?" Yeah. And I'll get up, I'll do it straight away, mm. without a doubt. There's times that I think, "Oh my God, the whole always in my life, all I do is feed other people." Mm. I would wake up in the morning, prepare breakfast, clean the kitchen, clean the house, wash, do everything. And then, if, by the time I tried to sit down, it's it lunch said time. lunchtime. So I would start all over again. Those that, I mean, there's time that you become really frustrated and then get so much anger and say, why am I doing all this? Mm. But then you realize, this is your home. Yeah. This is your family. There's no one else who's going to come in and take over. Yeah. I mean, he's, he relieves me from the stress of going shopping. He does the shopping. He does only well, bring everything from outside. Yeah. And I, I will I will work with him with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk to him. There's times that we don't see eye to eye. Yeah. And we're not perfect couple. But kids, I know my children, they will always be open and honest. About everything. About everything. And they will come to me. Mm-hmm. so much not so much to the dad he will not understand so so the culture mm-hmm. and the idea of a man and of a children it is is quite it's like a it's a hard, hard balance, balance to find yeah. yeah so what i'll do is they'll come with me with a problem and then i'll do it mm-hmm. into the point to make him understand what what they trying to say yeah and then he'll, he'll understand that but for them to express and say it the to way him. they would they want to say to him it'd be like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah it's that so, communication so all, all, also i'm in the middle mm-hmm. 
of this side and on this side. Mm. So I have to balance yeah. both of them. So as a, as a mother and as a wife and as a maid, <laughs> you have to make sure. Sh- also, also, you have to be the negotiator. Yeah. So it's like your role as the leader doesn't only go for your siblings, but having to manage Manage the house, the kids, the husband, everything, finding a balance. So where do you find time for Hoyo? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Before the pandemic, pandemic, uh, pandemic, the virus, the virus, Corona, everything. Um, And this is the other thing that I, I love about my husband and he's so relaxed about it is that he understands that I need to relieve sometimes Mm -hmm. the pressure out. Mm. So he would say, okay, I'll look after the kids. You go and do whatever. Yeah. And I'll go talk with my girls and then we sit there and we chat. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't do, uh, how do you say, backbiting but in a way just enjoy life enjoy life there's times that i go for massage Mm -hmm. there's times that i go what do you call it walking there's times that i go you know but mainly with lady friends yeah so we sit there and we have the henna done our hands our feet and we will laugh and then whoever that person that we go to on that night will serve us yeah and and comfort us Mm -hmm. and then this time that we'll be we'll finish chatting and running around and talking, uh, maybe twelve one o'clock yeah. in the morning. Mm. So you have that you have that relieving yeah pressure there. But there's some men do not allow their wives to go out. Yeah, it's like so it's hard. Life life as it is 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 is, is a very difficult yeah. thing. There are people who are used. There are people who are used, uh, using people. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, life is so much priority. Mm-hmm. I've learned long, long way. Yeah. Um, as you as you get into a a, a new um, marriage or a new life that you start, as well, you learn it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. as you go along. Yeah. Uh, as this person that you met, you know, it will take time. So every every person is different. Yeah. Every person is a different way. That's but definitely true. Yeah. But being the oldest, till this day, I'm told you're the oldest. You're the one who's supposed to communicate and get them to get them together. Get mm. them to come together. Yeah. We used to come maybe once a week together or every holidays, everything. We used to be just back and forth. Yeah. Going to my sister. Go to my other auntie, my cousin, do this and do that. That's how families become united. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. I've mm. been at a few of your parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're definitely so, um yeah, exciting. Aren't yes. Hoyo <laughs> can throw it down, guys, in the kitchen. So I will give that to her. I want her to be like my head chef one day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so um, for older generation of elders' daughters like yourself that mm-hmm. are listening to this, we find that, um, like I've been trying to find people to come on for so long, but I think the issue is always, oh, we must keep, like family stuff private we don't talk about things like this with in public etc but I know there's a lot of 
women that are really suffering Mm -hmm. and going through it and they might not have the support so if like that's the case like what kind of advice or would you give people like that like what helped you in like difficult times for me um i would always talk Mm. no matter who i am with i'll be honest some people have a lot of pressure in them they keep it up until then they stress yeah kills them or you know make explode um they think they can within help themselves they can manage mm. but they're actually doing harm to themselves but for me i was always being honest uh talking to someone telling the truth about it mm. for me is to relieve it so i will go to my sister mm-hmm. straightforward and she probably say go along with me and say oh this is how you you're supposed to be doing this is how you said stop that you nonsense you yeah know, all this stuff but there's time that she will say oh is that it yeah come on <laughs> you're overreacting, overreacting. Yeah. yeah you know do this uh, this other way see she will make me see in a position that i couldn't see before yeah Yeah. so i have to have someone that i need to go to Mm -hmm. so just basically having like a confidant like someone that you can always talk to yeah um because one of the things that we're trying to do is um we have a therapy fund where Mm -hmm. we want to help give money to women that can't afford therapy yeah and we think this could be something that also benefits the older generation mm-hmm. and because i feel like i feel like you lot have gone through more than us oh, yeah, and you've sure. had more years of yeah, going through yeah than than we have so do you think that's something that will benefit other women like cuz i cuz going to therapy I've, it's not a thing that i hear in like our communities Community, yeah. and like, do you know anyone that goes to therapy? No. No? Never seen anybody who's gone to therapy. Um, the only therapy that they do is talking about it. To the people, people they know. That they know so closely. Hmm. I mean, some people will keep it in. And then when you when they see you, you think, oh, if you tell her, oh, she's going to talk about it. <laughs> and it's just it. the fear. It's just it's the fear. It's there. Mm. But if you cannot solve yourself, whatever situation that you're in, mm. or if the partner or the person, however it would be, cannot do with that person, mm. I think the best thing to do is then go to therapy. Yeah. Express it. Do it. Talk yeah. to. I mean, there's this stigma about uh, mentality. Yeah. Uh, sickness there is no way on earth they will say i have a problem mm. especially the somali women yeah um i know they, they're quite very strong and um how, how would i explain um so it's kind of a thing that being mentally not well is seen like as a bad thing so you're you're basically judged for not being 
mentally 100%. And I think that's the problem because you can't be mentally fine all the time. Like it's not even possible. You can. The the other thing that they they do is if you go into religion in a way, Mm -hmm. uh, usually they just go do their salas Mm -hmm. and give the trust into God. Yeah. Ask for help. Yeah. And however way it becomes out, they see it as that's what God wanted. Yeah, is willing to do. I think religion plays a big part. A big part, Mm. especially Somali women. Yeah. Um. For them, um, even your generation, let's say now, because you have the the words. Or, or, or the thoughtness mm. from your mother. Yeah. And you want to change a bit what she did within her life mm-hmm. from yours. Mm-hmm. But yet you're still playing how she played. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think, oh my God. The other thing is, in this Western world, you cannot be into how they go in with their culture and their their their, 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 their way of life mm-hmm. and for your way of life in the religion wise it's stopping you from one thing and then giving you a negative side from as well yeah and then you cannot you cannot run into this we say um you know how fox they always run like this <laughs> yeah not in a straight line not, not yeah. in a straight line so <laughs> it goes one side one side yeah. one side so there's a say in thingy, um, like a fox. Mm. You cannot go into this society and you cannot go into the society. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, if you go back home now, mm-hmm. straight away, they'll pick that you were not exactly from home <laughs> home. So, so this was our episode last week. Oh, okay. So we, we were talking about, because we were talking about moving, leaving yeah. the UK. Yeah. And I was like, um, I don't feel like I belong here. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like well, I belong, belong there. Yeah. Because to to the British, yeah. I'm a black, black woman, woman, a Gambian. African, yeah. Where in Gambia, I'm a girl that's lived in London, like, a yeah, British Western girl. Yeah. So it's like... So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The fox runs around. Yeah, so, so it's you, like... You, you, never, you never ever be, be, be placed. Yeah, so it's like you're confused because yeah. you're like, who am I today? And then there's certain aspects of culture mm. that work in our country and does don't work here. And then you're like, oh, so which one do I live by now? Because when I grew up, it's fine. Like, for example, um, we we always use this as an example. One of our um mentors, she was telling us she's Ghanaian, her daughter was um she, the school called her and was like the daughter was being disrespectful because when the teacher was talking to her she was looking down on the floor and then the mom was like that's respect in our culture Culture. so but they don't understand that so it's like you're so stuck you're like where do I go where do I belong and I think that's um that's kind of the thing with the mental health thing because you now live in this this the UK where everywhere you turn people are talking about mental health but then 
in Somali community and in like Islam, it might not be something that comes up. Like you're always taught, like if you have your salah, you'll be fine. Like that, things like that. So I definitely understand why like yeah. some women struggle with it. And um, I hope they can like find a way, even if it's not through therapy, like yeah. through a community of women yeah. Yeah. that they can speak to. Yeah. Or someone who's been through the same thing that you've gone through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You have some sort of a a place. I mean, I envy you for guys doing this. Thank you. Talking, uh, what do you call it, to to girls. Yeah. They they know now that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So that's this is it. So we want we want to get to a point where it's not just for us. It's it's for the older generation as well Mm. but obviously that's going to take time because they're not as open as as the younger ones they're not as willing to talk about things like this so but it was like i'm so happy (laughs) even for me Mm. if i go back home now i'll be straight away told yeah i'm not i'm not fully somali yeah no way yeah so you Watch. can't win. I'll be speaking fluent Somali. Mm. I'll be speaking, what do you call it? I'll be t- walking. I'll be doing anything. They will pick it up so straight away. Yeah. And they will know. It's so hard. They will, they will bully you on to, to yeah. in a corner. That's what they Then you come here. Go back home. Do Where do you belong? Where do you belong? You can't, you can't choose. And I think that's that's the contributing factor and i think that's that was one of my reasons for wanting to go back home because i don't want my kids to grow up here and being told you're black you're this you're that i want them to grow up in a community where the majority are black the doctor's black the teacher's black your prime minister your president's black so it's definitely hard Mm. it's not easy and i can i can only imagine for people that have no one to talk to, sure. how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you for sharing that. And um, I hope you indulge in more self-care. Look after Hoyo. I know I do give Hoyo some massages, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I will, I, will, I will say, yes, yeah. <laughs> She's yes, already yes, on the... <laughs> She's already yeah. on the floor waiting. Especially when I cook for 20, 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> End of the night. You'll yeah. catch me and Hoyo in the yeah. corner oh, massaging. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. And um, I hope um, some of the ladies, like if you have elders, daughters as moms um, can relate to this, please let them listen and let them hear um, Hoyo's experience. It might be what they need to like, understand why they've been feeling a certain way all along and um yeah thank you Hoya for joining us thank you hi Hannah hi I'm still here (laughs) (laughs) go on um I will add uh rather than saying uh first girl Mm. I think all girls Mm -hmm. all girls would need to listen sometimes yeah um as a female Mm-hmm. There is, even though we have, um, a bigger brain than man in a way. Mm-hmm. If you say it that way, <laughs> you know, I agree can, with that. We can we can uh, t- multitask a lot yeah. of things, but every girl could be reached. Mm. 
So, I mean, younger girls who think, oh, their older sister have it all. Yeah. And you wouldn't call it, oh, my, everybody just look up to my older sister. Yeah. Everybody's doing this. Why not me? Why couldn't I do it? Mm. You know, all that stuff. Just get them to relax as well. Yeah. So if they, if they get in touch as well. Yeah, any, 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 maybe any we'll girl, we'll you know, do yeah. couple of segments <laughs> for the little ones. Yeah. Hoyo's trying to get all these kids up in here. <laughs> but no, honestly, no. there, there, there are girls who are no. of their older sisters. Yeah, and, no, you know. definitely. Um, we'll definitely consider that, yeah. and um, who knows, we might have Amila here next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> true. You true. never know. Um, she but yeah. That I'm always <laughs> <laughs> if she knew, if she knew about hard on her. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, and um, hopefully you'll come back. Yeah, I hope you come back yeah, to join time. us. Anytime. Yeah, Hannah. Any final? Sorry, go on. Do you, do you also think about FGMs and stuff like that? So actually, our next episode oh, okay. <laughs> next week. Okay. Is so I don't know if people know but i actually went through fgm when i was younger yeah so um that's what next week's topic's about so um do you want to join no worries (laughs) she's like i've got so So, see so okay maybe we'll have hoyo on again next week so um yeah we definitely want to talk more about topics like that that are really affecting um immigrant women yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and how it needs to be eradicated and stuff so yeah thank you hannah thank you (laughs) that's just (laughs) listening is that is that is that all right for you it's good yeah thanks for you thank you you. Bye. bye